Modify the genetic cards nature has dealt us by simply modifying our diets allows us to escape the heredity of ill health. Even brutal genes don't result in brutal humans. Evolution may involve violence and even the killing off of certain species, but no one is held captive by their genes. Believers in both God and genes think of the creation process as someone molding life with bare hands. But evolution is filled with flux and fantasy. It may be better to visualize it as artwork, and the real beauty of this creation lies in the eyes of a beholder, or biologist. Within the sphere of medicine, we know that some things that are good for the species may not necessarily work for an individual. For example, breastfeeding is the best method of reducing fertility across a population because hormonal changes during lactation lower a woman's reproductive capability. However, for an individual, that isn't a reliable or foolproof method of contraception. Biology has no favoritism. Humans do. And beyond that, our genetic makeup means that some individuals respond differently to medications, even sham drugs. Evolution and the me gene A few years ago, I engaged a plumber to put a new toilet in our home. He had cut out a hole in the wall for drainage pipes, and one night he forgot to plug the hole. Because we lived close to the sea with a creek running through our property and plenty of bushland, a rat decided to visit our new room. This was before we had Zack, our Swedish Valhund dog, a breed used for ratting in Sweden. On the discovery of rat droppings and other signs of an unwelcome guest, and concerned that this rat might have brought its family of gnars in search of a warmer home, I called a pest control guy. He placed some rat bait around the house and asked me if we had a dog. No, I said. What difference would that make? If a dog gets at the bait, then I'd have some vitamin K handy. That's what we give patients who overdose on warfarin, I thought. After the pest disappeared, I opened one of the containers the man had set around the house to find a bunch of warfarin pills not even sweetened or anything like that. Rats aren't fussy. Obviously, the idea is to overdose a rat on warfarin and make it bleed to death. Warfarin is one of the most common blood-thinning drugs used worldwide. Yes, men and women are prescribed this rat poison to thin their blood and prevent blood clots. When we screen patients prior to surgery at my skin cancer surgical practice, I am astounded how many older folk are on this rat poison, which is mostly prescribed to prevent blood clots caused by irregular heartbeats. The general population on warfarin grew dramatically from 1993 to 2008, from 0.63% to 2.28%, and since skin cancer mostly affects the elderly, I encounter a decent amount of patients on that drug. In ancient times, physicians used leeches to thin blood. About a century ago, Jay McLean, a medical student at Johns Hopkins, was credited with discovering heparin, 
which he extracted from animal liver. Then coumarin was discovered. This chemical is found naturally in sweet clover that is often used as animal feeds. However, when afflicted with a fungus, coumarin becomes dicoumarol, a naturally occurring anticoagulant that depletes vitamin K and thereby induces bleeding. Cows had been noted to die of internal bleeding after eating sweet clover contaminated by fungus. This finding led to synthetically produced warfarin, a drug that was discovered at the University of Wisconsin, hence the name. WARF is the acronym for the Wisconsin Alumni Research Foundation, and the ending, ARIN, was because it was essentially a derivative of coumarin. One of the issues with taking blood-thinning medications to prevent embolism, a blockage in the blood vessel, is that...